Welcome back to Honey Speaks, where we meet up every Friday night and keep it real with each other. I have missed you ladies so much since last week, so you know we have a whole lot to talk about. Sit back, relax, grab your favorite bottle of wine, and let's speak. Okay, ladies, so as you all know, I love to do a recap on our last show. Um, On our last show, we talked about a number of things. However, there was one thing in particular that I asked you guys to help me with. Um, That was the topic about first dates. Should you order something inexpensive um, on a first date or should you order something expensive or close to what you would usually order? Most of us um, agree that you're pretty much gonna order what you can afford personally because you're gonna take enough money to cover yourself anyway. So you're going to order something that you normally would get if you were alone because, of course, you're going to be prepared to pay for the meal um, in case something goes wrong with the day. You know, you decide that you're not as interested in the other person and or like I said last week, he might see that pimple on your face, honey, and just get up and walk away or whatever the case may be. I had a few ladies who said that they would be more considerate of the date, um, of the guy's pockets or whatever they would you know, order something of equal or lesser value to the meal that he ordered. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like don't take me out to eat if you're not prepared to get what I want to eat. I mean, that's the purpose of a date. It's whining and dining. I mean, I just think that a lot of men have lost those casualties when it comes to taking women out on dates. They're just so straight to the point, something quick, simple and easy, which is fine because Less is more. However, if the chick orders a lobster, obviously that's what she wants to eat. So you need to be prepared to pay for a lobster. I mean, hey, if you if you can't, for one, if you can't afford a date, there are ways to downplay or downsize a date. You know, something in the park, a picnic or something. So it's all up to how you present it or what plans you have for the date. There are ways to you know, take a woman out for cheap, for little or nothing, and you guys will enjoy yourself, but you can't present it to her like you just a breadwinner and, you know, you got it going on and everything, and then when it comes down to it, you really don't. All right, all right, ladies. So that moves us on to our first segment of the show. I have a question for y'all. And of course, like normal, I will answer. I'll give you guys my personal answer first so that you guys can know what I think. And then in the comments below this podcast, below this link, you'll be able to drop your answers and let me know what you think so that we can come together and talk about it, honey. So the question is, would you date younger or older and why? Now, my answer is, of course, older. I'm 23 years old, and I'm just, like, learning the real walks of life. I feel like I can't date someone who is, like, still learning, too, because it's like the blind leading the blind. Like, somebody got to know what the hell is, what the hell we going to expect up the road, or somebody need to know something, you know. I've been through a lot, too, at a young, young age, and you can't expect everybody your age to have been through the same thing because everyone, you know, goes through different walks of life at different times. So just because like I'm mature as a 23 year old, I don't expect a 23 year old guy to be mature. Like honestly, 
23 year old guys are out here wilding be like i don't know they're out here sagging and nagging and not doing what they supposed to be doing now i'm not talking down on my brothers on my young brothers at all it's some of you who i happen to have the honor of being close friends with that are my age and that are pursuing goals and you know really on that suit and tie grown man shit you know i really really commend you for that but majority of the 23 year old men today they are like living their best life honey they are not trying to go buy detergent so i can wash the dishes later on they're not trying to have all the bills coming out direct deposit and stuff like that auto pay so that's you know 23 years old, you still getting your lights and shit cut off. You can't keep up with the date that your bill do. I don't have time, honey. I don't have time. So, um, that's my reason for, for um, always dating an older guy. You guys can, like I said, in the comments below this link, drop your um, opinions on would you date younger or older and why so that we can come together um, midweek. I will be doing a wine dine wind down Wednesday on next week basically we'll just um have some wine talk and we'll recap on this subject on next Wednesday okay so in speaking on terms of would you date younger or older it brings me to a question that um I've always been curious about because everyone has different opinions about um, this topic this particular topic so my question to you all is what age do you feel like a woman should marry and why and like I said I want to always remind you guys that in the comments below this link that the podcast is posted on you can leave your opinion so that we can come back midweek and recap on you all's answer now my personal answer um, I don't feel like there's a particular age that anyone for that matter should get married I feel like you get married when you're ready. You get married when your life permits you to. Um, it might not be when you're a business owner with a nice car and already settled in a home. You might be dead broke when God sends you your husband. I mean, it's just one of those things. Like, timing is everything. I'm real big on that. Timing is everything. So, it's just like when it happens, I feel like it's one of those things that you'll just know and you'll just learn to embrace it and kind of go with the flow because at the end of the day if if you're 25 and someone proposed to you that doesn't mean that you're any less in love than someone who was 35 and got proposed to I just feel like it happens for different people at different times and you just have to embrace it when it happens for you um another thing about that I feel like a lot of people are pressured into marriage and about marriage because of social media like all these pictures and stuff that social media paint for you as far as relationship goals and how relationships should go I mean I just feel like that's a bunch of bs honestly you don't you can't put a time limit on something like that for one I mean a lot of us women spend a lot of time um seeking quote-unquote for our husbands instead of letting them find us I feel like that's very very important as a woman you should just maintain your woman your womanhood I mean your feminism is everything. So if you're popping by yourself, if you are a movement by yourself, then you, you know, eventually that other person will come along to create that force um, together, like my, my boy Neo says. So I just feel like it's one of those things that 
you gotta kind of not think about too much because it's gonna happen for you when if it's gonna happen for you if not it's not now do i feel like everyone is meant to be married no absolutely not i have friends who can you know honestly say they don't see marriage in their future not because they want to sleep around or you know mess with this person or that person they just honestly feel like marriage isn't for them I commend them for that because there are a whole lot of people, y'all, that are out here married and not sticking to their vows, living a whole nother double life, you know, so it's just not okay. It's not okay. If you know that you don't want to be married, just don't marry. Don't marry. Don't get married. Don't waste anybody's time. And there's a lot of stuff financially um, that comes along with divorce while we're speaking of marriage. Financially, divorce is like the worst. It's the worst because you, you have so much invested in each other. You have so much invested into this life that y'all have created together, this family that y'all have created together. And then it's like, boom, okay, I don't want to be with you anymore. So now we have to sit down with our accountant or our lawyer or however, you know, you guys may handle that and just separate all the finances. And that's no fun. I mean, at the end of the day, it's easier when you have someone to pull together with you. I think a lot of the reasons women feel like they need to get married is for security purposes, but just secure your damn self. Secure yourself first. That way, when you go out to find a husband, you won't have to worry about the finances or if this goes downhill, how am I going to pay for this or how am I going to do for this? Just secure your damn self first. I think that's a big, big issue as well with us women. It's a lot of us that feel like we want Prince Charming to come in, sweep us up our feet, take care of us. Honey, listen, I could give a damn about Prince Charming's money because at the end of the day, I got me. Y'all know I love to, that's my motto, I got me. If no one else has honey, honey has honey. I'm, I'm so serious. So you just gotta, you know, once you find yourself, then you'll know if it's time to get married or not. You know, it's all about finding yourself personally though. You can never depend on someone else um, to to love you wholeheartedly and make you happy. You got to be happy by yourself first. So if you ready at 18, then damn it, get married. If you're not ready till you 80 years old, then you walk your ass down the aisle with your crutches or your cane or you walk as honey and you go on and marry that man. I don't feel like it's an age limit definitely on marriage. So once again, in the comments below, if you could just drop your opinion so that we can do our midweek recap on what age do you feel like a woman should marry and why? Okay, ladies, so you know we always got to slide in our celebrity gossip on the show. And for this particular segment, we're going to shed a little light on Miss Carter, Miss Beyonce. We're going to talk about um, why she stopped giving interviews. A lot of people, um, you know, have a lot to say about Beyonce. So before I get into all that, let me just say I commend her for she is, I mean, just for her career period. She's a great great performer she's a great artist i mean she carries herself with so much poise so much respect so you know i'm a fan of her her myself um i don't know if many of you remember but in 2014 she released a documentary um entitled life is but a dream the singer expresses her frustration over rumors about her personal life she made a statement that 
When Nina Simone put out music, you loved her voice. You didn't get brainwashed by her day-to-day life. I totally agree with her. I feel like a lot of celebrities give these interviews and they just shed too much light on their personal lives. They're just, you know, they're getting all into details about their marriage, about their kids, about their finances, their household. If a lot of celebrities would just keep it red carpet, I think it would cut back on a lot of confusion that celebrities have because once you you know, let the tabloids get a hold to certain information. They're going to twist it, turn it all around, flip it upside down. They're going to do exactly what they want to do with that information. And also, all media isn't good. There's some media, you know, that there's some people that, that work for the media that are there to bash your name. Their job is to bash you, to make you look like a bad person, to make you look less of a, you know, less of a good person that you are. And That's just something that comes along with being a celebrity. So I totally agree with Beyonce there. You should definitely try to keep a low profile, so to speak, so that your business is your business. You don't want things that's going on in your household to just be the center of attention for everyone across the world. Like, who needs to know what you ate for dinner, how long you've been married, how y'all met? Nobody needs to know that. As long as you keep that sacred information sacred, I think that it'll cut down and cut back on a lot of the issues that celebrities are having. She also said that she battles with how much she reveals about herself. Um, She doesn't know how she should keep her humility and her spirit, how she should continue to be generous to her fans and her craft. I guess she basically is meaning how does she show love to her fans while still perfecting her craft? How does she keep it professional? while at the same time still catering to her fans and making sure that, you know, they're getting that personal side of her. Many times people feel like as celebrities, they have to let their fans in on what's going on with them so that they feel like they have a more bun with them, you know, so they'll enjoy their music more. That's what creates a fan base. Um, And I, I don't agree with that. I feel like as long as you separate your business life and your personal life, it's much more easier to maintain She also um, asked the question, how does she stay current and still soulful? Now, that's something that a lot of singers nowadays don't really have down pat. Once they get to a point where, you know, they want to stay current, they want to keep up with the trends, what's going on, they start to lose the soulfulness of their their voice, their sound, their music kind of goes downhill. But it's all because they're trying to keep up with the trend. I feel like if you just stay true to yourself, stay true to your music, then it'll just, it'll do what it's supposed to do. It's your craft. You're perfecting your craft along the way. So it's going to prosper. I definitely agree with her though, as far as keeping your life private and personal, because like I said, once the media gets a hold to that, there's nothing that you can do about it. It's like here today, gone tomorrow information. So you gotta, um, you gotta really be careful about that. So I know many of you have heard of Black Girls Rock. That is a foundation basically to empower and uplift black girls, black women across the world. They actually have an awards show that they host every single year that airs on BET. This year, my girl Janet Jackson will be presented with the Rockstar Award. I think that Janet is very deserving of this award. If you guys know her or are a fan of her or anything, you know that she always carries herself with um, respect and poise and she's just an all-around great great black woman um i know all of us remember when she popped that tick at the super bowl honey but that's neither here nor there 
as far as today, they are presenting her with that Rockstar Award. So I think that that is a very, um, very big honor for Janet. And I think she's, like I said, very well deserving of it. There are a couple women in the industry that I feel like are deserving too, but I feel like she is just as equally as deserving as they are. And I think that um, the Black Girls Rock Foundation chose a very good candidate to present this award to, especially when you're dealing with um, small girls, small black girls, you definitely want to give them someone to look up to who have accomplished things and also someone who has been through things. And I think that we all can agree that Janet has been in the game long enough to give her advice, you know, give advice to young black girls, as well as lend a helping hand along the way, because she definitely um, has what it takes. And she, she definitely went through a lot of things to get where she is today. All right, good people. So that concludes our show for this evening. In the comments, I would like to hear from you. I want to know what you want to talk about, girl. Are there any topics that's going on um, in your mind that you're dying to know? Is there anything you want to ask me? We'll have an Ask Honey section, um, a segment on the show next week. So I want to know. Drop those messages in my inbox. Drop them in the comments below this link. Let me know, honey. I'll see y'all next week on Honey Speaks. Yeah, everybody that was in school and shit like that know it was a um, a big ass box, which you know considered as a computer, the first thing you know, man. But now these days, how digital shit is, it's to a level. Oh, everything is critical. It can be like video, audio, everything that uh, this time man gonna think different. Man ain't gonna live different. Back in the days when all man had was what was was rarely to him is his family and whatever else. You can't expect a man of these days to be physical like the man of, of, of older times and you know. Shit, everything was physical shit. Now when you got the computers, you just gotta, you still gotta use man. Well, you know, computers are knocking, you know, man out the way in some ways, but um, you can just press a button now and operate shit in so many ways and count man out of the way, but it still gotta be a man behind it. Getting over on motherfuckers yep. is the way now. Yeah. That ain't the way. No, so when but you get over somebody, Really, they got that. They got the higher power than them. They just don't see it. Yeah. So we just see where different ways they do. They they see it like shit. This right now gonna be what you know. Well, we know in the long term it's gonna be like shit. Yeah. I tell you what, now I'ma sit back and chill and cut this now. I'm gonna come out on the side on the top. Yeah. You gonna keep moving like. Like what? Money is everything. Yeah, so what is everything? Everything is like price. Things is prices. You think about it. When you're a kid, you don't know nothing about none of that. You don't know that. Even though you got a pocket full of money, you got bills that's supposed to be your responsibility. But at the mindset you might be on, you think about it. What these people gonna think of me? 
Mm-hmm. What he got? What she got? Mm-hmm. You want to be the fly? What guy don't want to be the fly? It automatically guy? puts you in comparison. Like you yeah, automatically it, it look is. at the next. We live in a world full of competition anyway. Mm-hmm. But like with the guys, you know, it's it's more of a, a masculine thing. Like we want to be that guy. Everybody want to be that guy. Not since I, nah, my me myself, I don't, I don't like the whole lot of attention and shit like that. Everybody paying attention and all, cause I like, I like doing little chilling men at one on one. But, but situation like, we know what it is. Everybody else outside that box, but, but, just the thing of nature, me and everybody else being men and all, it's like I say, it's that, it's that dominant thing. Like you, everybody want to be that guy. Everybody want to be flashy. Everybody want to have a pocket full of money, all the clothes, everything that come with it. This is totally why down Wednesday right now. Because we, this is like drunk talk. I just needed to say that. Uh, this is real, real talk. This is real, but I'm saying this, I've been trying you know? to do a wind down Wednesday forever. Like, just catch us in the moment when we talk about some real you, shit. You know what main conversations come up when it be times like this? It be niggas living outside of their zone when they have when they sit down and have a talk like this. It ain't gonna be like we talking about things that just all the real realities. They gonna talk about things that's not like at this time it's said, bro, you don't have it. So don't be like, yeah, you know what I'm saying, bro. I'm working on this and that, whatever. I got that box shivering. I'm finna put the bitch on sixty, this and that, whatever. You talking to the future, but your your work ethics. Anything that you're doing on your 24 ain't adding up. And in the end, you're going to look like... It ain't adding up. Right. Yeah. You might be clean at the club now. Every time I see you, you might not never slip every time I see you at the club. I done covered it. Walking. Let me say that again. Walking. (laughs) Or doing whatever you do, you know what I'm saying? But me, myself, I'm looking at it like this. I got to hit the damn clock. But this money gonna be guaranteed because I don't yeah. wanna have to run up on nobody about my money. I don't wanna have to be mad about this now, whatever. I don't wanna have to say, you know, hey, hey, bruh, hey, you, you got that? Because this situation might not be what I want it to be. Because my thoughts is like, we both grown men, we gotta understand to say, hey, um, hey, bruh, um, I got that. Yeah, what it is or what it is. Yeah, you know, I, I, don't, I don't need to have to say, hey, bro. Um, do you got hey, it? I don't hey, need to have to ask you. Do you got it? You know, right. that's the question. Yeah. I don't need to have to question you. You're a grown-ass man, you know. Really, you should have been calling me, so I wouldn't have to make a blank trip. Yeah. When I make the blank trip, I'm pissed yeah. off, really. Because we both understood this, that we grown men. It was already set in stone to say this day, that time, or whatever time frame. Yeah. I can fit into, you know, without us having a problem. But when it comes to that, nah, I got to make a decision. Well, damn, do I got to go home and tell the kids or tell my girl or, or, or I got to tell these people at Lightbill Place, you know what I'm saying, the story he gave me. The story he gave me is not going to add up because it's going to look like, hey, um, right. yeah, Mr. Thomas, it's not going to work out. You don't have it. You don't, uh, well, the cutoff time is at 10. <laughs> the cutoff time is at 10, so I would advise if you have anything in the refrigerator. <laughs> take that shit out. Take that shit out. If you need to charge your phones or anything, you need to go ahead and do that. Now. So I'm basically getting time. 
Please be thankful for the warning. Right. You know what I'm saying? Anyone else? What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? This is your host, Honey, and you are tuning in to Honey Speaks, where we keep it live and direct. On today's show, we'll be discussing a little bit of women empowerment, things that you can do to help your sister grow and know the things that she needs to make it to the top. So as you ladies know, I always start out with my own personal experience as sort of an icebreaker so that we can kind of get in tune and get in touch with each other a little bit better. When I started building my business or my brand, which was about three years ago, um, the first name was Forever Fabulous. I did a trial run with t-shirts for promotion. I did dresses. Um, Needless to say, it was a flop girl like I had no idea what I was doing I jumped in head first there was so much into um, running a business that I didn't know about that no one warned me about so you know it's kind of like I lack guidance but I you know you learn as you go kind of thing so eventually I got a grasp of it but at first girl it was rough so um, after I flopped with that name, I decided to rebirth my business and I was like, okay, I can't use the same name anymore, which was Forever Fabulous. So I went in with my um, nickname that people called me and that's Honey. And I was like, oh, what, what can I use with Honey? What can I use with my name? And Dipped in Honey just like instantly like uh, just popped into my mind. I didn't know where it came from. It was just laid on my heart and I've been rolling with this business or brand name for about a year and a half now. Um, Dipped in Honey is basically um, just a tag name for myself. It has no particular meaning or anything like that. It's like I said, it's just a tag name. But what I would like to do with my brand is reach out to young black women who are suffering, who are looking for guidance, who need help, who are who are looking for just a big sister type of type of relationship, someone they can lean on and share their interest with and share their ideas and get positive feedback, nothing negative. I mean, who wants someone that's going to bring them down? So I just want to give you guys a brief detail of what I mean by um, my business was a flop. Now, I come from a very small town, um, Sylvester, Georgia, right outside of Albany. It's like 20 minutes away. Um, And there's not a whole lot to do there. Meaning, business-wise, a lot of people weren't open to the ideas that I had to bring to the table. Um, It got to a point where I was selling t-shirts and everything was booming. And my representative that I had actually printing off my uh, graphic designs for the t-shirts for me, she worked at a t-shirt company out of Savannah, Georgia. And I will leave her name anonymous because I'm not here for bashing. However, she um, ended up leaving the job and she did not notify me. She did not notify the staff. So for a while, my account was just kind of hovering in the air. Mind you, I had orders that were still processing. I had people had paid, they haven't received merchandise. So I had to come out of pocket and reimburse all of these individuals, their money for the merchandise that they purchased because at the time, I didn't know, you know, what was going on with my representative. I didn't know what was going on with my account. I just knew that I have received money from these people and they haven't gotten their products. So in choosing a vendor or a wholesale vendor or whoever you're going through, if you're doing that type of business, make sure that you choose someone, for one, check their ratings. For two, make sure you choose someone who's been in this business as 
as long as you or longer, or if not experience wise, choose someone who has the same type of passion and the same type of drive as you. That's very important. That is a key factor to running a business. The people that are on your side, on your team, they have to be on one accord. They have to have your vision in mind as if it were their own. And that was a really, really big problem for me um, when, when launching my business. However, you know, you get over it. You, you get over the bumps in the road and things smooth out and you just keep going. Because he don't want God to receive it. But you have to call on Jesus. That's the only thing that makes Satan shake. So what do you think about what do you think about um, those who are Christian believers that are still burning sage and practicing these type of things? I think with politics and religion, you have to be very careful um, to each his own. I think um, it just depends on what they believe in and. I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, so if I was to burn sage, that would be first and foremost, right? you know, in my sayings or my prayer, right? because once you get the dredging up that those kind of things and spirits, everything come, right? you can bring in some evil that wasn't even there, mm -hmm. if you don't. If you're not careful, you, right. so you got to know who you're praying to and who you're centering this around you're covering around right right because okay. satan shows up for every everything i mean and he's there he's listening mm -hmm. and he's ready to make his move so you have to make sure you're covered when you go to plan with stuff like that and right. know what you're doing right so good advice would be for people to do their research rather than following a trend right right as far as um and everybody's talking about nipsey right right on. yeah um i don't know in the end and in life, it's crazy. Um, it's the hot topic one minute when something like this happened. I never heard of him myself before his death. Mm -hmm. um, I never even heard anybody playing the CD. And now it's just the hot topic, the trend. Mm -hmm. So I just say be careful and, and know what you're doing. Right. And do the research and and to each his own. Right. The cold shower is very important that you hold up because they... A man like a challenge too. Mm -hmm. They they like a challenge. They really do. They want it, and they probably go get it from Susan that's getting it out around the corner. But they gonna respect the respect gonna be with you because you gave them a challenge mm -hmm. because you held out. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Mm -hmm. And they know you're not easy. Right. So the next Joe Blow just can't come up and. Hit your hot spot and bingo, yeah. bingo, bingo, go. Because, you know, dudes, and that's nothing about dudes. I feel like they think ahead. Mm -hmm. Like, women, we don't. No. We don't. No. We don't believe that the same way we got them, we'll lose them. Mm -hmm. We don't know that until mm -hmm. it hit the fan. Mm -hmm. But men, they be like, man, shoot, I smashed her on the first day, so I know another right. dude can come right. up and do the same yeah. thing, too. Exactly. What I'm a couple for, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's exactly how they think. Yeah, they, they do. And that's always going to be on their mind. Yeah, all the time. Mm -hmm. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. And it's crazy because, like you said, dudes aren't, men aren't as strong as women are, especially, like, they're emotional beings, but we know how to control our emotions mm -hmm. better than them because mm -hmm. we've always been crybabies since mm -hmm. birth. we always been like, oh, mm -hmm. I broke my nail. Mm -hmm. You know, just women, just exactly. girls since birth. So when we do something, like how people say, I'm going to pull a you on you. Yeah. 
They can't take it. I wonder why they, they can't, are, why they can't handle what they did. Because they men are are weak. Yeah. And they'll never get that image out their head. They they like yeah, you were the one that. and then you go and you do this and this is all I'm gonna see. But you can sit here and mess with this person, but this they, person, and them mm -hmm. two people over there that they I don't know about. They hold us to a higher standard than themselves. They expect, they think we should carry ourselves a certain way, be here, be that, be straight in there. Mm -hmm. But they don't think that way. And but then they it, can be whatever. Yeah. It's like, they get. Okay. Never ever what? Never ever do the get back game. Okay. Or two can play that game. Why not? You will be miserable. For one, this message is for me. <laughs> We're emotional creatures. Mm -hmm. And you, all you're going to be doing is doing something just to have a one-up on them. But in your heart, it's far from where you're at. It's yeah. far from you, whoever you smashing. It's far from them. It ain't even no type of connection, no type of anything with them. It's just a get back. And at the end of the day, who are you hurting? Just yourself. Yeah. Just yourself. I mean, because we don't, we don't like you said. They think with their private. Mm -hmm. We when women cheat, we cheat emotionally. Right. Right. Like you gonna be like, oh, he mm -hmm. made me feel so good. I like and him. And you are gonna feel disgusted with yourself after, mm -hmm. because you are gonna know I I had no feelings for it. This just was like, why did that, I do that? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And you might not feel it right then. Mm -hmm. But it could be months later, like when it, you and your guy back on good on terms. But you're just gonna be thinking one day it's gonna hit you like I shouldn't mm -hmm. have did that mm -hmm. because why? Because why? Yeah, that's, and that's you true. didn't get anything out of it. Nothing. 